0: Casting from the formal state of Oregon
1: in FEMA Region 10, it's your host, Joshua Michael. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to August 13th, 2022. We have been very, very busy. I apologize for being away for the past couple weeks. I've been doing massive amount of research on what's to come, trying to get things prepared locally. As in, we are in the Great Reset, we are now in the New World Order, and now we are in the Great Collapse, which has and is collaborating with the Great Awakening. There's a massive amount of news going on, uh, it's a flood of news, they're almost overwhelming us, and I really want to get into today on talking about how how the system is overwhelming us, and what the real enemy is and who we're combating against and part of that i wanted to talk into a great length detail about ai and how it plays an integral part in engagement with our day-to-day lives how it runs interference with things that we do and how we do them how we operate them i really want to talk about different technologies that they are openly announcing and openly uh, rolling out to directly engage with the human population and how that affects our future and how it affects our lives. So I think it's very important to remember that these types of things are already here and these aren't really speculation anymore. And you can look around and you can see it A lot of you are openly engaging uh, in interacting with a potential uh, AI sentient being. Now, I don't have substantial evidence to back up these claims, but once you can see of what level the engagement actually is and how the AI is already rolled out and you are engaging with it, hopefully you will understand and potentially take a step back and look at some of the things that you're doing you could potentially be uh being put into a digital space to where you're uh serving up all of your energy and you're actually releasing all of that energy thinking that you're doing good thinking that you're making an impact but really you're in interacting with a robot so essentially, it has you hemmed up to where you are no longer an actively engaging with the real society, you are engaging with a AI sentient being. And let me give you an example of that. When you go on to Facebook, and Facebook's the best example because um, they've, they've done a lot of this and there's a lot of research out there that shows, uh, and I know Elon Musk talked about it with Twitter. Uh, with fake accounts right there are fake accounts that are out there engaging and a fun experiment <clears throat> and this came out a couple years ago where they were running fake accounts to run counter to whatever narrative was being pushed out the one that comes to mind was uh, you know black lives matter when they were out uh, promoting all their stuff if you were to have a Uh, a tiff about it online and you were to go onto Facebook and you were going to say, hey, you know, I don't agree with this. This is ridiculous. How are they able to, you know, rage war basically in these cities and burn buildings and everything else and nobody's doing a thing about it? Well, you would either one get no response because they would be uh, censoring through AI based on your keywords of what you say, they're going to be censoring that to where that does not reach the general public of people. It does not go into the general threads of people. And we've all experienced this now. A lot of us have. Um, If you're active talking about, quote, fringe or conspiratorial things, which aren't very conspiratorial, it's just simply against the grain, right? The vax is not healthy. The vax could kill you. The vaccine is not even considered a vaccine, even in the actual, uh, you know documents of what it's listed at it's not even listed as a vaccine, right? That that's just what arguments like that. You guys understand what I'm talking about. What happens is is that interference is ran against what you're trying to say by AI. So the it's AI is either flagging and putting it into a database for a person to uh monitor it later based on keywords based on you know there's a million different types of algorithms that are happening constantly and all of you guys anybody that's using a cell phone is engaging with it right apple has metadata google has metadata facebook has metadata tiktok has metadata youtube has metadata and what is metadata it is a incremental fraction of information that they're extracting based on your interaction If you like to look at puppies online, they're going to see, hey, this individual, John Smith, really likes to look at puppies. And usually he looks at puppies about 7.13 in the morning. And so on the front end, what they do is they say, okay, we're going to find advertisers that are selling puppy videos or selling different things for puppies because maybe John has a puppy because he's always looking at puppies online. We're going to sell that and we're going to hyper-focus and we're going to we're gonna be able to sell that to advertisers to say, hey, we pretty much have a guaranteed buyer. If you're going to be selling this particular product for this particular person and your demographic for sales is this individual, we got the person for you. His name's John. And we got 15 years of data. He's always looking at puppy videos at 7.13 in the morning. And we want to push and we want to sell you that spot we want to sell you that individual. So on its face, they're putting it as if they're advertisers. And we all know this. That's how Google, Google is a billion-dollar company. That's how Facebook is a billion-dollar company, because they are selling your information. Okay? So we accept that, because most of you, I'm still, I'm still hearing a lot of you guys still using Facebook. And it's, it's crazy to me, because you're giving them money by the information that you're volunteering, by your sheer engagement with them. They are taking your data and they're siphoning it and siphoning all that energy of your long posts and your arguments that you guys are having based on you know, the Trump raid or you know, the Black Lives Matter or Antifa or the vaccine or medical freedom. And all of this and all your engagement, they're taking all of that information and it's going to some server farm somewhere. There is one in Prineville in Oregon. And it's going into that server farm and they're saying, oh, sweet. Thank you very much. Yep, I'll take another. Yep, okay, yep. Keep them coming, keep them coming. so just like self-checkout, the grocery stores, they don't have people checking you out anymore, which is essentially losing their jobs. Those people are losing their jobs. You are eliminating the biggest overhead of any retail store, which is labor, and they're inducting you into that. So you check yourself out, which eventually it'll be, you just walk out the grocery store because you got a chip in your arm. That's where they're trying to take things. But you're essentially eliminating the customer service aspect. And all of those things, notice how stores are having less and less employees, especially the big box stores, less and less employees. And they're doing that, oh, because of COVID, oh, nobody wants to work, which is true. People don't want to work. Stockholm syndrome, people are stuck in it. They're collecting their unemployment checks or just doing less, taking less, being happy with it. They just don't want to work. They don't want to engage in society anymore because they had two years off during the lockdown or two weeks. And it just messed them up. They're just overwhelmed. They're done with life. Right? And there's those people out there. Nobody wants to work. I don't know. I don't understand it. I don't understand how people are not out there working. But I digress. So just like that, where the self checkout is essentially getting people to do things themselves, you are volunteering information to Facebook, Google, every single time you do a search goes right into a database hey people are searching for this people are trending this is trending this is trending this is trending right but what's happening now is now ai is curating what you are searching for what your results are and what you can see and what you can't see so when you google something right now and this is a fun experiment go to brave.com and then go to google.com and do the same search. And when you what you'll find is you'll find completely different results, completely different websites, just a completely different uh, avenue, right? Because Google has decided years ago that they are now going to curate, which is what they call it, they're gonna be curating information that you see. Now, how is this dangerous? How is this a slippery slope? This is them openly engaging based on algorithms, based on anything or whatever they say on what you see and don't see. Now, where does the danger come in? I'll give you an example. And the easiest one to example is that ivermectin is dangerous and it does not work against COVID. Just going to plant that out. If I go to Google and I type in, Ivermectin, right? Google's going to pull up and say, well, that's just not true. Here we go. First thing FDA.gov, why you should not use ivermectin to treat or prevent COVID 19. And it's got a picture of a lady with a horse next to it and some guy touching his lymph nodes. Now, this is the FDA, folks. The FDA, the end-all, be-all, the golden child, right? Which has been completely corrupt now because they have given permission to inject six-month-old babies with an experimental vaccine that now, at this point, has a massive, massive track record of serious illness, death, and all kinds of dysfunctions tied in with it. And keep in mind, it's still an experiment, they have to call it a vaccine so it gets indemnification so they're not liable for any of the things that come out of that. Now, a lot of you guys know that because it's it's been beaten like a dead horse. But I'm just giving you an example how AI is now engaging and they're rolled out systems to openly curate what you see and what you don't see. And we're going to talk a little bit more about this on the break. Thanks.
0: Broadcasting from the formal state of Oregon in FEMA Region 10, it's your host, Joshua Michael. All
1: right, welcome back, folks. Before we went to break, we were talking about AI and how it's now actively engaging in our day-to-day lives. Now, a lot of people want to talk about the Trump raid and what that means, and I'll get into that in the next segment. We'll talk about that. I personally believe it's a distraction. It's another opportunity for people to get charged up and get set up. I think that they're openly going to create a false flag to justify and go after the Trump supporters. For real, for real. Beyond the January 6th thing, which did not go as they planned. I believe that they planned it to be much more uh, of a, quote, insurrection rather than a tea party um, that it actually was in a big kumbaya in front of the Capitol. Now, granted, there were a lot of provocateurs. There's been confirmed over uh, 50 FBI agents that were there on site. You know, we can go through all that and everything else. Okay, that, that's not what I want to talk about. What I think is the most important thing that uh, a lot of us do not see and or are overlooking is that open engagement that's happening with AI and how it plays a part in our day-to-day lives and how it affects our futures and how it affects our minds, right? Because now... Everybody's engaged with the cell phone. Everybody's got an app. Sounds like everybody's still on Facebook. I don't even know how I've been on Facebook for for years because I got banned on there. But it just it's irrelevant to me in my life. And now, and my life is great. It's it's much calmer than it used to be. And here's why. Think about this. So the best analogy that I can come up with um, to kind of give you perspective, right? And it's 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 a great analogy because it it, it explains what's happening and why some of you might feel really overwhelmed and some of you have put your head back down because it's just it's too crazy out there the just life is too hard so you're going to watch your tv you're going to do your job and that's it you're just that's that you're not going to engage into the final stages of potentially the end of the republic which is where we are at right now so if you are hesitant and if it's scary let me just give you some perspective of what could potentially be making you feel that way. And I think that if you understand it, and if you understand why and what's happening to you, hopefully you can take a step back and re-engage with it and not be so overwhelmed by things that you see. So let me give you the analogy. Say we have normal human interaction. There's there's two people. One of them is... Uh, And they're out in the middle of nowhere. There's no cell phone service. There's nothing. It's two naked people out on a mountain. Okay. Imagine this. Normal interaction entails the one person talking to the other, the other person listening, then the other person engaging, right? That's the normal human interaction down to its finest core. Okay. Well, we as humans still have our limitations, right? Now, granted, our brains are phenomenal computers. They're just, the processing power that we have is just unbelievable, unmeasurable at this point. But we still have our limitations, right? We can't have five conversations with five people at one time. It just doesn't happen. So our normal human interaction is person A talking to person B, Right, and 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 that's it. We process, we reply, we listen, we process, we reply. Uh, so that's a normal human interaction. Now our brains are meant to do that. That's how we're meant to operate, and that's how we're meant to have a conversation. Right. So from there, when we bring AI in, and when we bring computers, computers don't have that limitation. Computers can input as much information as they're capable of inputting at any given time and they're also capable of outputting any information at any given time. Now, when the when the human interaction then happens, the computer can give them five things to think about at one time and give five conversations to that individual at one given time. Let me tell you how this works. So, the best example I can give you is that say you have a water faucet and it's dripping, maybe one little drip. It's you know, when you barely leave it on, it's like drip, 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 drip. Say you have a glass, right? And your glass is being drank at one drip. And then the water faucet is dripping one drip. So it's drip, 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 and then you're drinking it. And this is nature, right? This is this is the natural way of order. This is the natural way of things. This is how nature operates right and say the drips represent information okay well when you engage with a computer or you put a computer in the uh in the uh equation the computer can turn the water faucet on full and just dump dump that glass to where now it's overfilling To where the glass is just spewing water everywhere. Water's just going everywhere. So think about how you're going to retain that water. The reality is, is you can't. Is it has to spill over the glass because your brain, that glass of water, can only retain so much. So when you engage with the computer, the computer can just turn that on and overwhelm you. Now, this is something that the Nazis did in the concentration camps uh, and the experiments that they did on the concentration camps, on the psychological uh, thresholds of the mind. To what degree can they uh, overwhelm the mind to overrun it to where it either shuts down or it just can't operate? There's just too much information going on. And so that's what's happening to us now. There's just so much information going on that we can't take it all on we can't collaborate with it and that is the ai system that is openly hammering us day in day out day in day out there's 1500 articles about why you should not use ivermectin to treat or prevent covid-19 so what happens and this is the comes back to the hitlerian system if you tell a lie long enough loud enough and often enough eventually people will believe it now this is what we are under but they're using technology such as ai to do it to push their narrative to push their messages to get that through next segment coming up joshua michael non-compliant america
0: It's time to unmask the truth and expose the lies. The occupied forces do not want you to hear this broadcast. Breaking through the censorship and delivering raw, unedited content, it's Joshua Michael with Non-Compliant
1: America. Welcome back. So we're still talking about AI, and I think it needs to be addressed and people need to understand how important this plays a part. And then I want to tie in how it's tied in with the Great Reset, how it's tied in with the COVID-19 vaccine and the mRNA, and what technologies they have out there, which essentially the mRNA in your body, they are openly talking about technology. I know Noah Harari talks about it in droves from the world economic forum in these meetings they are talking about technologies that get injected to you through mrna which is what the COVID 19 vaccine is and how they're openly able to engage with it to send and receive information just like a computer chip just like a computer cable when you connect two computers together with an ethernet cable they are able to send and receive information Wi-Fi is simply a wireless cable. That's all it is. It's sending and receiving information. Now they are talking about using the mRNA technologies on sending and receiving information between an interface and a human using the COVID-19 vaccine and the mRNA technology. Now, this is not me talking about this. This is not some fringe group on the internet talking about this specific issue. These are some of the wealthiest, most powerful people in the world that are talking about these same technologies in which they've been developing for years. And they just so happen to write something called the Great Reset, which talks about them using a virus to shut down the planet and introducing these mRNA technologies to the globe in return to be able to control a deindustrialized system, deindustrialize the entire planet, basically down to the Stone Age, where we have no electricity, no power, no energy, no food, no drinkable water. Things of the sort that they're openly doing and talking about, they have a plan called the Great Reset in which they're discussing how they are going to do that. And they launched it in, in 20, end of 2019, and they've been incrementally doing things to do that. So when you go to the gas pump and your gas has tripled since 2019, right? Most energy, we were energy independent. Cheapest gas virtually ever when Trump was in office. And now it's pushing $6 a gallon, sometimes $8. California is $10. Why and how has that happened? That's because they've incrementally been putting things in place, shutting down the pipelines, doing bad trade deals or putting tariffs on different trade deals, creating conflict to justify for these oil companies to raise their prices, to creating false senses of shortages, such as the baby formula shortage. Why did we have a baby formula shortage? The same reason why they shut schools down for weeks on end. To create a pinch with the regular person, the average person, the middle class, the lower class, even the upper class to give them a pinch of what it's going to be like in the future and to get you used to having shortages used to dysfunction we've been inducted into this mindset to where now if something bad happens you just like huh eh, it's 2022 or it's biden's america of course it's dysfunctional it's 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 covid Right, So we all have an excuse now to justify the dysfunction. And let me tell you where the dangers are of this. This is why this is such a dangerous mindset to be in. Because it essentially allows these elitists and these criminals and these crooks and these demonic entities that are operating now in the open, in front of us, it allows them to push their agenda forward. Which, keep in mind, their agenda is to exterminate 99% of the planet. That's their agenda. So, it allows them to get away with more stuff than prior to 2019. They would have had a harder time selling it to the public or getting away with it. And what's happening is that we are so overwhelmed by these technologies which I think are directly interfaced AI programs, which we are openly engaging with them and being overwhelmed by them, right? If the AI system knows that you don't like black licorice and it knows that it wants to set you off and make you upset, it's going to push black licorice in your face all the time. And it doesn't have a a governor. It's just going to do it. And I know it's a bad example. I know it's a terrible example. But I'm just giving you an example. So when we're openly engaging with this, we're being overwhelmed by the AI. The AI is keeping us busy. The AI is just like, it's a machine. It's just like, boom, distract the public, boom, distract the public, distract the public, distract the public, create this, distract the public, distract the public. Let this guy engage with this computer. And that's all he's going to be doing is, oh, F Joe Biden, dot 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 da, da, Let's go, Brandon. You know, distraction, 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 distraction. Oh, Trump got raided. Distraction, 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 distraction. So that's all anything and everybody's talking about. But in the same breath, these real elitists are sitting back talking about these technologies on how they're going to forcibly inject the entire population. Now, that is the end goal. And why do they want that? They want total control. So once they have control, just like they're able to control the narrative with with AI. Now, granted, we're constantly countering it with the Humet to where the Trump raid has massively blown back in their face. And it's charged up the MAGA people. And there's some people out there trying to go and talk about going kinetic, which I think is a terrible idea. But it's charged people up and gotten people back to being engaged, which I think that's that's great. But I think they're leading into a crescendo to escalate, just like I said, and I've been saying, and I've called it the midterm variant. We're under 90 days until this happens. So they're going to keep escalating things with more information, more chaos, more dysfunction, In hopes that you're so overwhelmed or so you're trying to figure out what you're going to eat. To where you're not focused on what's actually happening politically and geopolitically. And this is where the dangerous aspect of AI comes in. Because if they're able to get the masses of people to go off on these little, uh, you know, trails that are completely irrelevant... These guys are left to sit on the sidelines and do and push their agenda forward. And when something drastic happens, such as extremely high gas prices, or we run out of baby formula, or suddenly there's no food on the shelves, or, you know, there's no truckers to truck things or whatever may happen that's drastically going to disrupt the way that you do your life, basically deindustrializing us, putting us into a third world country. You go, eh, COVID, eh, 2019, COVID, uh, you know, that's just how things are now. You just can't get stuff. That's just how it is. I guess, you know, this mom and pop shop's not open. This restaurant's not open anymore. I guess I'm <clears throat> just going to go to Applebee's because that's the only thing that's open and I want to eat out. So now Applebee's, the big corporation that tries to see, pretend to be a neighborhood company, which is not. Uh, they Their profits go up. Hey, I don't really want to go to the store anymore. There's nobody working there. It's just like self-checkout. It's kind of stupid. Uh, I'm just going to order on Amazon. Oh, Amazon's profit's going up. They've seen you coming. They're herding us into a, one, cashless society and non-engaged society. So it's easier to watch a concert on your phone than actually go to the concert. And most people don't want to go to the concert anymore because of either the restrictions or the vaccine requirements, which is blowing back on their face, by the way, because I don't know if you've seen uh, the CDC has just changed their guidelines for COVID-19. See if I can pull that up. So all this stuff's happening, but it's incrementally meant to get you to isolate, stay at home, Don't engage with your neighbor and sit and engage with the computer. Even if you're talking to somebody through the computer, they then become the pathway in which you adapt to communication. Now, this thing, this is an example that drives me crazy. If I call somebody, I call them on the phone because I like talking on the phone. I like calling and talking to a human on the phone, right? And they decline my call and then send me a text and say hey what's up that is the most annoying thing in the world to me because they are losing their sense of humanity just don't answer call me back they'll never call me back especially if they're under 30 they're definitely not calling me back I had a girl tell me one time um, I was trying to set up an interview with her she said You're the only person that calls me. She literally only texts and emails. Think about that, folks. Think about how disconnected and the very vocal cords that we have. Now, she talks. She's got her own show, right? And talks for a living. But still was like, it was weird that you call me. So now calling on the phone is kind of a weird thing. Kind of like having cash is kind of a weird thing. One more segment coming up.
0: It's better to die on your feet than live on your knees. Broadcasting live, it's Joshua
1: Michael. Last segment. I'm your host, Joshua Michael, Noncompliant America. You can go to noncompliantamerica.com. Please subscribe, please support. So what's the big question? I always like to ask, what do we do? How do we navigate through different facets and avenues of this thing that we call life? Very strange thing. We're on a rock floating through space with all the possibilities of the future. And it's up to us as individuals to decide where our future is going to go. And the reason that I talk about this topic today, and I've really exacerbated the effects of AI and what the actual engagements of AI are, is because I truly believe we are on the precipice of a new industrial revolution in association with AI. And AI can potentially take us over very quickly because it could throw throw us in these digital gulags to where we're fighting with each other, we're fighting with robots, all in while the elitists are getting away with essentially building an Elysium-type future. Think about this. So what you can take away today, and what I think the most important thing to take away is, is... Get back out into nature. Get back out into social clubs. If, if it's weird to talk to somebody on the phone about something, if that's weird to you, maybe you should try it a little bit more. If you get so caught up in your life, if, if, if life is just so crazy and so out of control and you're filling it up with things and all these things going on and information and information, take a step back and get back in with nature. There you will find the guidance from God and just guidance for your future and how you can find stability again and re-stabilize your life. Because where we're headed right now and where things are going, you need to be as rooted on your feet as possible. So you don't get swayed by these storms as they show up, as this hysteria shows up, as the social contract of everything you know in your life, if it has not already been broken, when that happens, it's up to us to parallel construct a society and a system to reestablish that foundation. For the sake of ourselves, our future, our kids, our family. We have to be the guidance for them. To understand what our future is and what it is to be American. What it is to stand for something. By yourself, if you need to. I'll stand with you. I will stand with you. But we need to understand that that is where we need to be. And we need to be as solid as rocks. And when these robots are overwhelming our minds with information and overwhelming our day to day. Because you got to understand that you have social circles of people. You you know that uh, my favorite movie is The Matrix. And I played the beginning of it at at the beginning of the show. But there's a segment later in the Matrix series where one of the agents actually gets into the real world because he was trying to overtake one of the guys as he's leaving the Matrix and he goes into the real world and he's engaging with Neo in the real world and they fight, right? I think it's the last one. Uh, I didn't watch the newest one, by the way. Uh, but anyways, that's an example there are people out there, and this is where I think kind of the liberalism, mental disorder stuff comes from, is that people are sucked in to this feed of information to where all they're doing is regurgitating whatever they're being programmed to say or do or believe. Now, let me give you an example. I and mean, you guys all know this. Uh, when Ukraine was a big deal, uh, we stand with Ukraine, Right. We stand with Ukraine. We don't know why we stand with Ukraine, even though it's, you know, basically a slush fund for all the uh, deep state elitists. It's one of the most corrupt countries in the world. But we're going to stand with them because they're being conquered by Russia. Right. Right. And so all these people jumped on the bandwagon. You started seeing all these Ukraine flags and people changed their profiles to Ukraine flags. They don't know why they're supporting Ukraine. That's just what they do. That's the social programming that's happening at the time. And so you jump on that and it's like, okay, okay, we are supporting Ukraine today. Now it's like, okay, well, we don't care about Ukraine anymore. Now we are going to support the LGBTQ rs community because they are being disenfranchised in the world i can't give you any examples of them being disenfranchised aside from them being bullies and bullying people and then people standing up against them if that's bigotry i don't know if that's bigotry you got another thing coming and there's some illogical misfires happening in your brain When people, good people, normal people, such as my listeners, stand up for themselves against a overabundant, overextended group of people that want to assert their will and try to groom, literally tell you that they are there to groom your children and you stand up for yourself, bravo to you. Because that is not the negative Bad thing that the media tells you. That doesn't make you a bad person. That makes you a solid person. That means that you're not inducted into the system believing and thinking everything that anybody says. And you've done some conviction, you've done some soul searching, and you know who you are. And I'm proud to call you my friend. I'm proud to call you my family. Because it is us now that need to parallel construct. A new future that has a fundamental principle, has the American values. We need to reteach the American values. We need to set up our own schools and our own communities and only be engaging with and interacting on a commerce level and a business level of like-minded people. That's what we need to do to combat this because as things break down even more, if we walk closer to these big corporations and depend more on these big companies and corporations and governments, they are going to have, a, have us over a barrel to where when it comes down to it, they're going to say a couple things. Now, I think it's blowing up in their face, but they're still going to try it. And the reason that they're, they're, they're going to try it is because they have to. Most of these people are taking orders. They mapped out this year's plan last year. So they're just following a script. So when things don't quite add up, that means they're following a script. And most of the media, most of the, even the government agencies and the government uh, overlords, they're following a script. They're being directed and told what to do next, which is why you have, you know, uh, a city in Oregon doing the same thing that they're doing over in New York. And they're working together, right? But they're not working together. They're being told by the same person. So, one thing I want you to take away. AI is an integral part. If you're still using Google to search your stuff. If if you're willing to sacrifice ease and convenience for your freedom. Understand that you are losing the game. And you are losing the fight. Because we are here Openly engaged in an information and spiritual war against these tyrannical demons that are using all aspects and all angles of technology to try to brainwash us and capture us and keep us in the dark. And we want to bring you to the light. Thank you very much for listening. Joshua Michael, noncompliantamerica.com. Make sure to subscribe and tell your friends. Have a wonderful week.